What the freaking heck is up, guys? What the heck is up? Um, are you guys shocked that I'm uploading two weeks in a row? Yeah, me too. Uh, for some reason, I just choked my spit. For some reason, my ring finger on my right hand hurts really bad. Um, I literally have no idea why. But I won't be crocheting today during this episode because I need to save my fingers for my mother-in-law's Christmas gift later. So yeah, plus this episode might get a little heated and I just need my hands to move, okay? Um, so yeah, what what's new with y'all? Finals week is approaching for my fellow semester havers. Um, my high school had trimesters, so we had three different like final sessions and they were definitely not aligned with all my other friends' finals. But now I'm in college, obviously. Um, so yes, finals of week is approaching for me too. Um, study hard. You'll do fine. I believe in you. Um, it's just grades, you know. Um, I'm going vegetarian again. If you follow my personal inst- Instagram, one, I'm sorry. Um, but two, I have a highlight on there where I show all the yummy vegetarian meals that I've been making. Um, I was veg- vegetarian for like four years um, in high school and then I was vegan for about six months, like around uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas time, um, which I don't know why I chose that time to do it because that was like the worst time to do it. Um, but then after that, I went back to vegetarian for another year or so. And I I really don't know like when I stopped being vegetarian or why I stopped because eating meat like physically makes me ill. It makes my stomach hurt so bad. But I freaking love buffalo wings, bro. Buffalo wild, buffalo wild wings, cauliflower buffalo wings. Amazing. So good. Um, but yeah, that's that's what's new with me. Today I'm gonna make some like potato fresh veggie roasts kind of thing over wild rice. So that'll be very yummy. Oh my finger hurts so bad dude i don't know what i did i don't remember like doing anything extensive with my hands but i might have i don't know i work with kids you never you never know what's going on um where am i christmas is coming soon um where i live it was literally 80 degrees on december 1st so that's super awesome and amazing please start recycling if you have not yet our world is dying ah um what else is new? I can't really think of anything. Um, oh my god. My upstairs neighbor just hacked. I think it's not like he's dying. Anyways, today, today, I'm going to be speaking about the Oxford, Michigan high school shooting that happened on November 30th, as in like, yeah, a few days ago. Yeah. Um, So, I try to stay away from these newer cases or, like, these developing cases just because when they're so fresh, there's so much room for error in information or, like, the lack of information. But this case means a lot more to me than just the simplicity of it being a case, if that makes sense. You'll see in a second. Um, While I don't want to give power to his name because it isn't about him, my shoulder just popped out of place, Ethan Crumbly is 15 years old and is the shooter that we're going to be speaking about in this case. Um, But before we get too into it and before I start to spiral into my rage that you will hear in a second, I need you to grab a snack, grab a drink, grab your projects, and um, we'll get into this. I'm drinking out of my grab a snack, grab a drink, grab your projects mug right now. 
um, which you can find the link to in my bio. Um, please support me. It will pay for my rent. Sip of cold coffee because I've been researching while my coffee has been cooling down. <laughs> um, okay, so on November 30th, 2021, Ethan Crumbly, a 15-year-old student at Oxford High School, acted on a thought that he had been having for quite some time, leaving four dead and seven injured, one of those being a teacher. Um, the worst part about all of this is that it was absolutely no surprise. Ethan is a sophomore, and in his two years at Oxford High, he has been flagged several times for concerning behavior in the classroom by, like, teachers and staff. Um, in fact, the morning of the shooting itself, Ethan's parents, James and Jennifer Crumbly, were called into the school to speak about the behavior of their son. I have my own opinions about them. You'll hear about it momentarily. Um, according to the students around him, though, Ethan seemed shy, um, very cut like he kept to himself a lot. He never started conversations with, pe with people unless they spoke to him first, but they were definitely shocked to learn that he was the suspect of the shooting. Um, we have to say suspect for legal terms. He was the one that shot people. Yeah. Um, as of right now, though, when I'm recording this, it is 1130 uh, Saturday, December 4th. Ethan is being charged as an adult with four counts of first degree murder, seven counts of assault with the intent to murder, and 12 counts of possession with a firearm. The There were initially three people that were fatally shot, and um, one was in the hospital trying to recover from his injuries, and I think he passed away either yesterday or today. So, it's now four counts of first-degree murder instead of three. Confusion. Um, yes, seven counts of assault with intent to murder, and then seven counts of possession. Possession? No, sorry, 12 accounts with possession of a firearm. Um, I don't know why it's that high. Haven't been, they haven't released all the information yet. When they do release, like, the rest of this case, I'm going to make a second episode to talk about just, like, strictly the information that they have not given us yet. <sighs> Take a breath. Um, him being charged with first-degree murder basically solidifies that they have found, like, definite proof that this was a premeditated act as are, like, most school shootings, but, you know, they got legal stuff. It's a lot. Um, but while they were searching the Crumbly home, they found two videos from November 29th, so, like, the day before the shooting, where Ethan was basically talking about what he was going to do the next day at school. Um, and then in his backpack, a journal was also found, which had, like, writings of the same context, like, I'm gonna shoot at the school. Yeah. Um, also his social media was still up and active, but I think they went in and privated everything, um, just for, like, case researching purposes, because now I can't find any of it. He had an Instagram and a YouTube account, um, but he had an Instagram post of him holding different guns, but one specific one was he was holding the gun that he ended up using during the shooting and he said, like, my new beauty or something with a heart. And yeah, I don't know. Um, so there's that, first of all. Um, he's currently being held without bail. And if you hear people saying he's being held under suicide watch, that's just normal standard procedure that they do with most active shooters or, like, domestic terrorists. Because when they uh, commit an act like that, obviously they don't care if they're going to walk out dead or alive because... Most of the time, if you're black, um, not if you're white, you will end up being shot by the police to get you to stop. Now, in Ethan's case, he's a little white boy. So, 
Um, we're not getting into that here today. No, we're not going to do that. Okay. Also, Ethan's parents are being charged with murder as well. And while this may seem completely bogus and out of line, pause. We will get to that in a moment. That is um, a primary, primary, primary. Why does that word sound so weird? Primary, primarily. Anyways, that's one of the main reasons that I want to do this case um, is because of the way that his parents are being treated. Um, so in a news article, Ethan's brother, Eli, I think his name is, I didn't write it down. I'm sorry. Um, his brother spoke about him, about him being like a happy and average kid. He loved Minecraft and he, it was just so hard for him to believe that he could have been planning something like this all along. And I'm just like, come on, dude. Like, do we really have to keep explaining how Ted Bundy was so happy and average and charismatic? How John Wayne Gacy was super popular in his community? How Jeffrey Dahmer, his classmates thought he was so cool and the guy that you could always get alcohol from. Like, how many people do we have to go through saying, oh, they were so cool, they were so shy, they were so quiet, they were so kind, I never thought they could do this. Yeah, no shit, you never thought they could do that. That's what they, that's what they want. <sighs> Coffee before this episode was not a good idea. I'm sweaty. <sighs> My language in this episode is going to be explicit. I'm sorry, mom. Um, footage at the high school essentially shows Ethan walking out of a bathroom and then opening fire on students at close range. Um, thankfully, he was stopped after five minutes, but during those five minutes, he was tugging on doors of classrooms, shooting through the doors of the classrooms, and impersonating police officers at the door to try and get people out of their secured rooms. Um, there's literally a video of him being like, it's fine, you can come out now. And the students are like, no, that's him. Don't Don't open the door. And then Ethan says something like, come on, bro. And then one of the students is like, red flag. He said, bro, that that's not a police officer. Um, and then you hear like a gunshot and all the kids start running. Um, but over 100 calls were made to 911 by students during the attack and students began jumping out of windows of their building to run for safety. <sighs> when police arrived, Ethan surrendered and handed over his gun where, um, where did he get the gun? You ask since he's 15 in America um yeah his dad bought it for him on november 26th you know i don't know if he necessarily bought it for him i shouldn't say that his dad bought it though four days before the shooting yeah additional ammunition clips ammunition <laughs> ammunition clips were found in his back as well i think there was two um but there's also been information that there was three regardless it indicates that he was going to do more damage if he hadn't been stopped now Let's dive a bit into the parents. Oh, James and Jennifer Crumbly. You know, I'm going to begin with some politics. And if that's going to get your panties in a twist, you're on the wrong podcast, first of all. Um, so most people said that James was very timid. Um, a kind guy, you know, just like an average dad. Um, his mugshot... I'm not going to say what I was going to say. That's rude. He looks like a method. I'm sorry. Um, never, he, he was never looking for arguments or wanting to like ruffle feathers. But Jennifer, on the other hand, oh, oh, Jennifer just might like, it must be a spunky name. That's my mom's name. Um, you know, she's ready to tussle all the time. So Jennifer, not my mom, but Jennifer Crumbly posted an open letter to Donald Trump in 2016, and it reads as such. Mr. Trump, I actually love that you are a bad public speaker because that showed 
yes, showed, not shows, but showed sincerity and humility. You changed your mind, and you said, so what? You made the famous grab-them-in-the-pussy comment. Did it offend me? No. I say things all the time that people take the wrong way. Do I mean them? Not always. Do I agree that you should have shown your tax returns? No. I don't care what you do, or maybe don't pay, in taxes. I think those are personal, and if the government can lock someone up over $10,000 of unpaid taxes and you slipped on by, then that just shows corruption. I hope you really uncover the politicians for what I believe they really are, and you shut down Big Pharma, make healthcare affordable for me and my middle-class family again. We're in America. Healthcare's never- no, we're not- okay. Uh, not bad. Not great. Definitely not bad. Um, not the worst I've seen. Also, I hate to break it to you, Jennifer, but Mr. Donald doesn't give a shit about what you think or who you are. You're nothing to him. You're nothing. Um, anyways- she was also very openly in favor of Trump's wall, um, but noted that she was not racist because her brother, her brother, her grandfather came straight off the boat in Italy. Does she know? Does she know what the wall is for? Does she know what the wall is for? Um, she also wrote, as a female and a realtor, thank you for allowing my right to bear arms, allowing me to protect if I show a home to someone with bad intentions, and thank you for respecting that amendment. She also complained about other parents at other schools where kids came from illegal immigrant parents and um, that they don't care about learning. Babe, I hate to break it to you, but your kid shot up a school. Like, maybe you should have been less worried about being racist and a bit more worried about your 15-year-old killer son getting his hands on guns that were poorly stored in your home. Um, you know, there's just... What's not clicking? Um, and at last, her letter was signed. A hard-working, middle-class, law-abiding citizen who was sick of getting fucked in the ass and would rather be grabbed by the pussy. Oh my god. Oh my god you know you just can't make it up you just can't make it up you truly can't make it up i'm gonna make that into merch tired of getting fucked in the ass and rather be grabbed by the pussy yeah that's gonna be merch um i'm, I'm genuinely shaking i'm sweaty the caffeine is running through my blood um my armpits are probably ripe as hell as i mentioned earlier ethan's parents jennifer and james are being charged as well they're being charged with involuntary manslaughter for ignoring the obvious warning signs of their son's plans to shoot up the school. They ignored the warning signs that were loud and clear at home. They ignored the fact that they were physically called into school the morning of the shooting due to a note that Ethan had written, which included several drawings of guns and bloodied bodies alongside captions like, the thoughts won't stop, help me, and blood everywhere. Um, and he also wrote, my life is useless and the world is dead. And they refused to take him out of school that day. Your kid was crying for help. I'm not saying he's not responsible, I'm not saying that, but your kid is crying for help and you are more worried about him staying- okay, yep, mm -hmm. The day before the shooting, so the 29th, Ethan was caught looking up ammunition on a school computer. Obviously, that's wrong. A meeting was held with both staff and James and Jennifer to speak about why this was an issue, but after being informed of the incident, Jennifer immediately texted Ethan and said, LOL, I'm not mad at you, you have to learn not to get caught. Does it make sense now? Does it make sense why they're being charged? They were supposed to show up in court on Friday um, morning to accept or deny the charges, but guess what? They ran. They ran away. Their attorney claimed that they ran for safety, 
but $4,000 was withdrawn from their bank account from an ATM in Detroit, I think. Yeah, Detroit. And their phones were turned off. Um, and they were supposed to turn themselves in by Saturday morning, which is today. But as of Saturday morning, which is today, they were found hiding in a basement. Hi, I low-key forgot where I was. Um, my roommate's boyfriend walked into the apartment and I like hurry up and shut off because I don't like when people hear me talking. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me, gross. So yeah, they, they were found. Hello. They were found this morning, Saturday, December 4th, hiding in a basement in Detroit. I don't know whose basement, but yeah, enough of that BS. So Ethan might be facing terrorism charges and many people are actually confused about that. Some are even upset about it. Um, so let's just break down the word terrorism real quick. Let me heighten my seat because I'm little. Okay, let's break down the word terrorism. The word terrorism means the use of unlawful threats or violence to people or property to induce fear. It's just that. But most terrorist attacks also hold some form of political meaning. In this case, the political meaning could very well have been like the gun laws in the United States. Um... You know, we, we haven't been given Ethan's motive yet. So from one armchair detective to the next, you don't know anything about the case. Shut up. <laughs> Think about not only the 11 people shot, but all the other children, students, kids, whatever you want to call them, running, hiding, texting their friends and parents to tell them that they love them. Tell The teachers not knowing, you know, knowing that they might have to die to protect their students. Think about how they're feeling in this exact moment, knowing what it's like to think that you might die in a few minutes. Not being able to sleep without dreaming about it. Not being able to focus on homework because the thought of going back to school cuts off your breath. Think about them before you think that he shouldn't be charged with terrorism. The victims aren't just those who were shot and killed. The victims are also those who were there that day. Cool? Okay. I will say one thing about gun laws. Um... So the, the most known school shooting, Columbine, happened April 20th, 1999. Over 20 years later, where are we? Still not giving a shit about the safety of our children as they go to the one place where the only thing they should be worrying about is the education that they are receiving, not whether or not they should make it through the day without getting shot. How many more children have to die for one of these gun-loving government officials to say enough is enough. Like, is it going to take one of their children being shot? Would that even evoke some sense of urgency to change the way that we've been doing things? Since Columbine, there has been over 300 school shootings in America. Is that not a problem? There shouldn't even be one. Is this not alarming or concerning? Like, what is it going to take? Madison Baldwin was 17 years old, expected to graduate this year with many full-ride scholarships to several different schools. She loved art, friends, and being creative. Hannah St. Juliana was 14, a freshman at Oxford. She loved kids, volleyball, basketball, and was one of the most genuine people to walk this earth. Justin Schilling was 17 and the co-captain of the school's bowling team. When he wasn't at school or bowling, he was working at a local diner, leaving lasting impressions on the customers that he served. Tate Meyer was 16. He was both a linebacker and a titan on the Oxford football team. Tate died in a patrol car on the way to the hospital on November 30th after trying to tackle and disarm the shooter to save his fellow classmates. Who's fighting for them? <laughs>